I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Now, in my younger days, I used to sport a shag. When I went to school, I carried lunch in a bag with an apple for my teacher because I knew I'd get a kiss. I always got mad when the class was dismissed. But when it was in session, I always had a question. I would raise my hand, stagger to a desk, and help me with a problem. It was never much. Just a trick to smell her scent or try to sneak a touch. Oh, how I wish I could hold her hand and give her a hug. But she was married to the man. He was a thug. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. What is going on? Nothing much, sir. Nothing much. End of the week. Yes, it is. And um, I don't know uh, who sent this, but before we start the show, mm-hmm. I want to give a big old thank you. Oh, it was my man, Jeremy W. Jeremy W. Mm-hmm. I want to give you a big old thank you because I'm a big old Carolina Panthers fan. And I've been a Carolina Panthers fan since they started back in 1995. And a lot of people that come in, people that are listening but never come into the chat, a lot of times they don't see me. And a lot of times I'm always cold. So Leonard Brothers and Ashley, Ash. Ashley three classy and all them be picking at me because they be calling me thugging because I got like a blue one, a black one, and all these multiple color thuggies. Well, they say it's a, yeah, thuggy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they say I be thugging out because I'm always cold, so I always wrap up. And he got me a big old Carolina Panthers thuggy, and thank you, sweetie. It is beautiful. Yeah, man, appreciate you. Uh, of course, he, he emailed it to the uh, you know the mailing address on the site, which you can find at theblackoutist.com slash about section. Made my day. And, uh, yeah, Karen loves it. She's a Panthers fan, so obviously she's going to enjoy that. Uh, I'm an Eagles fan, just in case you think I'm going to use it. I'm not. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, oh, he ain't wearing this. This one's all me. Yeah, but uh, we appreciate you, dog. That was real cool of you. Thank uh, you. Real cool to have fans, dog. Real cool to have people. Somebody was thinking about me. like that, that, uh, you know, support us, support the show, and, uh, you know, hang out and kick it with us, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I appreciate y'all, man. Uh... The Blackout Tips. You can find us on iTunes or Stitcher. Just search The Blackout Tips on your mobile devices or whatever. However you listen to podcasts, we'll come up. Leave us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. We promise to read them on the show regardless of content. So even if you don't like the show, leave us five stars. We'll read it on the show, and we'll read your dis- dislike of us. Uh, you know, it's that real. <clears throat> You can also do things like go to theblackoutist.com slash premium, sign up to become a premium listener. Uh, you can leave us uh, comments on our episodes, mm-hmm. uh, vote in the polls. We have a poll at the end of every episode. We'd love to hear your opinions on it. Um, what else can they do? Um, and you can email the show, leave us voicemails throughout the week, 704-557-0186. We just ask that you keep it under three minutes and that you aren't crazy. And we play those on Saturday as long as you meet those conditions. Right. Um, and uh, let's get started, man. It's just me and Karen, so we can uh, kind of just get right into the show. Um, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of news. Um, the official weapon of the show is the taser and an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. And today's podcast is brought to you by shadow dog productions. We have an audio play right now. It's a whole album on iTunes. It's called the best of Rod and Karen mm-hmm. showcasing the vocal talents of one Karen Morrow. Karen's extremely talented at voiceover work and we love her accent and her voice. Thank you. you can find it on iTunes. Just go to, iTunes and search the best of Rod and Karen. Uh, it'll, we'll come up. 
uh cop that bad boy leave a review on there if you don't copy leave a review on there you know what i'm saying it don't hurt to leave five stars and you um, don't yeah and, and it helps out shout it out productions and then it helps us out too as well mm-hmm. uh so we love when people do that we also have a bit of a, a sexy sponsor um Fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Have you been fantasizing about dirty whining on your lover? Well, here is an adventurous uh, new toy or adult movie that you won't be able to resist. Uh, and I mean, they have everything here. Go to adamandeve.com. And for a limited time off, you get 50% off of just about any item. Now, any item means a lot of things. They have DVDs, Blu-rays. They have all types of lubricants. They have all types of toys. Uh, they have pillows that uh, you can use for, like, getting in the correct position and having the correct ergonomic support. Like, there's a lot of stuff that can really help you out here, guys. Enhance your sex life by going to adamandeve.com. And not just getting 50% off, because that would be enough. You should already be there typing. Mm-hmm. But how else How else would you uh, like to get uh, three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift that is so sensual, I can't even tell you how sensual it is. And to top it all off, they'll throw in free shipping on your entire order. It is so sincere. Go to adamandeve.com for the special offer. 50% off of any item when you put in the code TBGWT, plus three free DVDs, free extra gift, and free shipping. Code TBGWT at adamandeve.com. Thanks to everybody who does use that code. I know a lot of you guys do. Mm-hmm. It keeps them sponsoring us. We've used the code several times. Um, yes. No shame in my game. Um, but uh, yeah, you guys should definitely uh, go in there and enhance your sex life. Treat yourself. Alright, so I may have accidentally broken Twitter this morning. Uh oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I may have accidentally broken Twitter this morning. The shit I missed cause I got a nine to five. Yep, yep. Uh you know, I went to play ball five in the morning, came back. Um what had happened was what had happened. Um I saw a conversation. First of all, I have asked this question three or four times. I don't know why I got traction today of all days, but um, apparently Teray, you know, the guy from MSNBC, mm-hmm. he like stopped tweeting. Okay. Just completely. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did not know this. Me either. Because while I do follow Teray, I have like a very sophisticated system of, um, of like, keeping people out of my timeline even if i follow them uh yes you know, me too because i know some people have egos about getting followed back and shit so i'll be like i'm gonna follow this person back but i don't really 
feature them so right. they can, you know i'm not gonna have them all up in my timeline right gonna, right you know. some people some people i just i just mute yeah um you know so that way we both are happy i'm happy and you know we still follow each other mm-hmm. but you know some people just tweet so heavily and about i'm not trying to funny shit i don't care about mm-hmm. so i'm like okay i don't want that in my timeline but i you know i respond to them you know i'm things and things like that but it's just i can't be bombarded with it all the time yeah so you know and i know that on twitter apparently a lot of people don't like that dude i don't have really any opinion uh negative or positive of him i mean Mm, same here because i don't really care no you seem like a dude that goes on tv and talks about race and stuff and you know it's a very controversial hard thing to talk about and you're gonna catch hell one way or the other now apparently he goes on twitter and there's people like everybody on twitter people that have personal beefs with people people that um you know uh kill grudges there's stuff that people do you know stuff that you do to people stuff that people do to you Mm -hmm. so i had no idea how much he's not really liked by certain people because i don't talk about him right you know it's just isn't He's not my, he's not in my purview, you know? Right. I don't, um, know, I could care less. Yeah, I, I have never read his book. I've never, mm-hmm. you know, I think I listened to Aisha Taylor talk about him on a podcast once when he was interviewed. I thought the interview was interesting. That was it. You right. Know? Same um, here. So, um, he stopped tweeting a few months ago or whatever. And, um, apparently it was because he sent out a quote unquote controversial tweet in May, which was, um, about the Holocaust or something, you know, because it was after Tana Hesey Coates wrote his uh, really great article about reparations. Okay. Which I read all of. The shit was like a small book. It was good. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so he got in trouble for that. Now, MSNBC has been cracking down on people using, uh, people that work for them using Twitter anyway. So, apparently, this is like... Uh, you know, a long, the latest in a long line of people getting in trouble for um, talking about stuff on Twitter that MSNBC doesn't approve of. Okay. So someone tweeted him um, at Hope and Change said, my family survived a concentration camp, came to the U.S. with nothing legally and made it work. And he retweeted it and added the power of whiteness, uh, which, um, you know, is kind of trivializing the Holocaust. And people got very upset because Jewish people don't play that shit, man. They no. like they get together and they be like, "Get this nigga off my TV!" They like, right? Ask Mel Gibson how it goes. You like yeah, Mel, Mel Gibson talked about packing niggers. He talked about every other kind of name. He talked the homophobic shit. Mm-mm. That dude, the only thing they remember about him is he talked about, about them Jews. Jews. Well, he got pulled over by them cops, dog. That's what counts. Right, because you know I mean? they roll out in numbers, they roll out in force, and they own shit. So they like, you know what, fuck with us, we will make sure you never work again. This nigga Gary Oldman was talking about, it's okay to say the N-word, mm-hmm. and sympathizing with Donald Sterling. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Nobody remembers that. What they do remember is the Anti-Defamation League being like, you need to apologize. And he came out and apologized to them Jewish people, and that was it. He didn't say shit about us. Right. So, you know, there's certain groups, segments you can't piss off. Apparently, he's been pissing off some black people for years. A and very long time. Nothing's Nobody- come of it. You know, he can tweet anything he wants to about black people. Well, nobody give a fuck. Most people don't care. Right. right? Um, now, I'm not saying that that means everything he tweets about black people is bad. I'm just saying mm-hmm. it don't matter how many of us get mad, you get to keep your job. Right. Right, because, you know, we don't count. 
but um yeah so a jewish group is calling a controversial tweet sent out by msnbc host to ray last week is disgusting anti-semitism is obviously absurd smacks of intense and disgusting anti-semitism is reverse racism basically said ephraim zuroff israel office director of the simon weisenhall i mean weisenthal center uh last week teray engaged with another twitter user after the hosting a link to an article posted at the website policy might title seven actual facts that prove white privilege exists in america okay so that's what it was the twitter user at hope and uh, hope underscore and underscore change responded to teray's me- mentioning that some of his to teray mentioned that some of his relatives survived a nazi concentration camp before coming to the u.s um and that was when he replied that the power of whiteness uh, there's no question that part of anti-Semitism that we see has its roots in the form of jealousy. This is a perfect example. Jews made it because they're white and Jews. Uh, Zaroff told The Blaze. While MSNBC did not respond to the Daily Caller's request for comment, the Twitter user who was the target of Therese's remark did. It didn't really hit me at first that what Therese said was really, really low, said the user through the email. She, he said that his grandfather migrated to the U.S. after surviving Dachau, I guess never know how you pronounce that, an infamous Nazi concentration camp. But then the tweet was picked up by Twitchy.com, a site that crowdsources so-called Twitter wars, often between liberals and conservatives. Oh, Lord. Yeah, man. There's a whole industry behind this shit. Right. You know, that gotcha shit. Like, I got you slipping. You made a tweet. We got you, Tori. You got to give up your job, you know. Uh, Perhaps I should have known better. Anyway, this other shit happened. Um, uh, Then um, Tori, like, apologized. And I think that was, like, the last shit he put on Twitter. You know what I mean? It was like, hey, man, my bad. And uh, that's it. And people yeah, he was like, like, I don't have time for this bullshit. Yeah, fucking with my money. Yeah, um, I think I saw an article about it earlier, too. Uh, and they had, like, the exact tweets. I'm trying to find it real quick. Um, but, yeah, it, it was it was basically like him saying, yeah, dog, I got to quit Twitter. Um and you know i apologize or whatever i shouldn't have said it i read this yeah ta um coats thing and you know i was arguing with people and shit got out of control uh msnbc did not make me quit it was one of the things that you know msnbc basically said we didn't make him quit so nobody can run around saying that he was forced to to quit or whatever yeah he just said you know what i got to go and and it's one of those things where you know yourself and you, you know your boundaries and you know what you can and cannot deal with, what you will and won't deal with. And I know for some people, they opt to leave certain areas of social media and that's their choice because it's just one of those things where he was like, I don't want to deal with the backlash. I don't want to deal with this real life fucking with my money. And for some people, they just think the internet is, is uh, separate from real life and, in reality now is almost the same yeah and i mean honestly um i could definitely understand why it wouldn't be necessarily beneficial right once you already have the tv job once you already have the um you know like you're making money off this why risk your job going out here tweeting shit knowing that it only takes a second to throw that all away with just saying the wrong shit you know, I could definitely understand just walking away cold turkey. So anyway, I didn't know he had quit Twitter. I just saw people talking about it. I think it was Raina April and God, I'm going to fuck this up. I can't remember who the other person she was talking to was. But um, I was just like, uh, yeah, so 
um to Ray quit Twitter, I didn't hey, know that. Hey baby. Yeah. For some reason they said they're having problems with the sound. With the sound? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Oh yes. It does seem really low. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, and they said it's chopping up. Oh it is? Alright, let me refresh, guys. Let me refresh. Oh man. Yeah, we'll be right back. One, two, yeah, one, two. We're saying I sound low, but like to us, we don't sound low, but they said we sound low. They said we sound low? Mm-hmm. All right, let me uh, put myself on the air. Let me see. One, two, one, two. How do we sound now, guys? One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. Can, uh, can the chat room hear us now? Good, says Nick Jr. All right. So, um, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. I, uh, my girl Raina April um, was tweeting last night. Yeah, like said something like, "Yeah, well, you know, since that thing happened to Ray quit Twitter." Mm-hmm. And I've had this suspicion for a couple years now, because and it's all circumstantial. It's not anything I can prove or disprove. All right, guys, I've uh, been saying this a hundred times a day, and I hope that that's the number one thing you guys remember about this, because it's while it's an interesting conspiracy theory. It is still just a theory. There's no way to prove this. And I'm assuming I'm, that I'm wrong and it's just, uh, it, it'll easily be misproven at some point. All right. Oh, okay. What is this? But the, to, to Ray, you know, you get an email from, well, I get, I used to get an email. I don't know what happened to that feature, but I used to get an email from Twitter every time I got followed. Right. And then after a while, I only got an email if I got followed by people with a lot of followers. Right. Well, I got an email that Teray followed me and then like literally a minute later uh black and seiko follow me and they both have a lot of followers okay and i thought it was odd because i was just like that's weird that those two people follow me i'm not talking about anything special right i definitely wasn't talking shit about Teray, mm-hmm. positive or negative like i said i don't right. really talk about them right because we don't care yeah um but they both followed me and i was like huh that's odd so i looked at both of their you know um I looked at both of their bios, you know, I know who Teray is. I looked at uh Black and Seiko and it ha- kind of had this vibe of like a person that doesn't want to put a face to the account, uh very militant, very pro-black and it seemed like, you know, they tweet a lot and they they interact with people. Teray's account was less so interactive. It was more self-promotional, just, yeah, you know. Yeah, putting stuff out. Yes. And so at the time I just thought to myself like I wonder if that's just like his thing where he can stay out of trouble he promotes himself on one account and then the other account is like where he really like lets himself go and like yeah really gets involved you know yes now i have no proof of that Mm-mm. it was just a passing thought right i thought it was interesting i was like he must do this to everybody i bet everybody gets followed by teray and then immediately followed by black Conseco. and probably all of us are thinking the same thing which is oh same person one is a work account one is a don't get in trouble at work account right makes sense to me me too you know, especially like a guy like Teray who has such a strong um history of talking about race and talking about it very openly and uh, frankly. Yes. And it is in his past, but in his current, you know, you're talking to these white people every day on MSNBC, you gotta cut it down a little bit. But that doesn't mean you stop thinking that shit. Right. You know, so um I was like, maybe he does this to uh stay out of trouble yeah and i'm pretty sure a lot of people do that too they just have one account that's like their public account another account where they can be like a separate entity where it's not monitored as closely then kind of put not all their thoughts but a little little bit more free and not so tight yeah like bo used to have hater gallagher 
so i don't think he uses it anymore but it mm-hmm. used to be like people that talk shit about him he would go talk shit about them or Ada gallagher and keep bomani underscore jones free of you know clutter right. and pettiness so that you know your the, the employer won't look you up and go Hey, Bo, I saw you called 17 people idiots yesterday. Maybe you should uh, calm down with that shit. Right. Right? So I just thought it was something like that. Didn't think anything else of it. Um, But but I've been thinking this shit for a couple years now. Like, oh, yeah, well, it's obviously the same dude. And I guess everybody's just talking around it or nobody cares. Um, So when April put that Teray quit Twitter. Oh, and then I noticed because... Black and Seiko, black as shit. Like, he's so black. You know what I mean? Like, you know people that are like, they so black that it make you feel less black and you want them to chill out? Like, yeah. Black and Seiko is that pro-black. Like, he, Right, where you like, ooh, ooh, calm, ooh, 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 you too serious. Calm right. down. Like, yeah. I'll be like, I'll be like, man, uh, Miley Cyrus shaking them little chicken cutlets. Don't nobody want to see that shit. And then it'll be like, yeah, she over there appropriating the black culture from this twerking and it's the problem with society. <laughs> right. And America needs he's to right, recognize right. that the black man. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, whoa calm whoa, down, black yeah, and say go. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I don't want to take it, you know, that, you know, it ain't that uh, serious. Right. You know, it's like when you talk to a conspiracy brother and um, <laughs> it's like everything was talking to conspiracy brother and um, uh, what movie am I? Um, undercover brother right you know everything was conspiracy brother jones uh just right, like everything you say is is like taking to the next level the black right. some black panther about some taking it back to africa about some right. you know we we need to take everything back you're like whoa calm down calm down yeah you're like good morning you know what i mean don't say good morning to me brother like that do shit. you know who invented good morning right the do white you, man right to hold us down like do you know the language we speak ain't even our own my brother right like it's it right yes. a lot like that and you look at the sideways going what the fuck right so to me that was always the thing that um you know that that i that i peeked from um from from my man, he was conspiracy brother Jones, man. You know, no. Christopher no, Walken played the King of New York. What is this? No offense to him, obviously, but to me, he was always conspiracy brother Jones, and you know, it was like, uh, he's cool and sometimes annoying because you know it's one of those things where <laughs> you can't help it, but when when somebody is that kind of pro-black blackity black i'm black y'all all right. the time <laughs> right all the time for me personally as somebody who's kind of casually like hey i'm not militant <laughs> right? no, it's, it's a it's a lot to to handle like this right. this conspiracy brother jones by the way Money's in it, right? no, I'm keeping it real. that's all i'm saying hi conspiracy brother hi what you mean hi like hi yellow wanna be white huh hi like you don't, you don't even smell no weed on me, did you? Hey, uh, brother, can I get a list of the words that trigger these fits? Man, you really need to relax. You go see a movie. A movie? A movie. Come on, man. Why, so I can fall in love with some cute black man that teaches white people everything they know about the shrimp industry before they kill him 30 minutes into the movie? Huh? Hey, why don't you walk down that tunnel, black man? Hey, black man, turn on the generator. This dinosaur is out there. Hey, black man, look out. He's got a gun. Oh, I'm here. 
I'm alive. I told you to keep your finger off the trigger of that thing. Cool, everybody. Oh, undercover, brother, please. Keep going back to work. Sorry about all that. I shit on myself. I have a couple of things for you. Here are your shoes. I took the so, like, that, you know, it was constantly like that. Right. You know, and I, so I thought it was a little annoying, but I thought it was funny because I was like, I guess that's what Torrey really thinks. That's what I've been thinking all this time anyway. Like, oh, that's what Torrey really thinks, but he don't want to get in trouble for saying that kind of shit. Right. Um, and you know, if you look up at Torrey's like, uh, Wikipedia, like he's considered to be militantly black by certain people. Um, while a student at Emory University, Torrey founded the school's black student newspaper, The Fire This Time, which has been criticized for being militantly anti-white. The Daily Caller took issue with the fact that the publication only solicited donations from blacks and that its articles praised noted anti-Semitic black supremacists and conspiracy theorists such as H. Wright Rap Brown and Francis Crash Wiley, uh, Wesley, Wes, Wesley, uh, whom Teray invited to Emory's campus. The Caller also criticized Teray's use of a hoax hate crime at Emory as a rationale for illicit demands against the university, even after the crime ostensible target Sabrina Collins admitted that her accusations were a hoax of her creation. Um, Teray defended the fire this time as an important black voice on campus and a former community building. Um, you know, he started his career as a music journalist, worked for Rolling Stone, uh, New Yorker, New York Times Magazine, Playboy, Village Voice. Uh, he's written five books, including Who's Afraid of Close Blackness, a collection of interviews, and I Would Die For You, Why Prince Became an Icon of Prince Biography. Um, and now he's on television and all this stuff. So mm-hmm. obviously in order, like everything with black people, the more successful you are, the more you have to tone it down. So I was like, maybe this is him kind of getting back to his roots with the other personality. And then the Toray account is just him keeping this shit, you know, mm-hmm. uh, employable. Right. That was what I thought. Now I didn't, I never voiced this one. I never thought it was that fucking important two um so what you know what i mean like i don't care niggas gotta eat man i I feel you you know and of course i've never had any beef with him the most i know about teray was he got in an argument with bo about wanting a woman that listens to like rakim and shit and uh i was like uh that's a ridiculous notion right there um i need a woman that don't mind like if she want to twerk that shit up to Trina, ain't nothing wrong with that right you know what i mean not making love to your brain I, ain't that the truth like and, and it's funny though we talking about relationship it, people that have these re- ridiculous uh things i want a man to do this who gives a fuck you know because you got these ridiculous standards that and when you in a relationship don't nobody got that who gives a fuck what she listened to if she loves beyonce it don't matter can you fuck her and she get in the mood after beyonce's over let her enjoy that goddamn beyonce and the same thing with women complaining who cares if he watches football all day and if he watch football all day and and have a good time and then uh want to fuck you who cares like people get upset about the most mundane and ridiculous shit in relationships all right um so um basically all this to say april was like hey um you know he stopped tweeting blah 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 teray stopped tweeting a while back mm-hmm. and i was like teray stopped tweeting that's odd i noticed black and Seiko ain't been tweaking because all this black shit that's been happening with mike brown and like right. ferguson like my nigga black, black and Seiko would have been waking up every morning banging on 
breakfast it wouldn't have been it, it put like this it have been from sun up to sundown he'd have been slamming sandwiches mm-hmm. he, he'd have been turning over tables he'd have had his fro his pick his cocoa butter he'd have let everybody know the buildings would have been burning right so to me very casual um i kind of just mentioned like oh so i guess this proves that uh the black and seiko account and Torrey, same people then i went to bed that was, <laughs> that was the last day i tweeted oh uh everybody else went to bed too yeah so that was it i went and played basketball this morning at five in the morning came back i was chilling watching catching up on tv about to watch love and hip-hop reunion and then april i guess she woke up and she replied back like what like you know like like it was the most shocking thing ever i was like what like it's just a theory i don't it's just a question like i don't don't know know if it's true or not right yeah you know i have asked this question before nobody's ever answered answered it or paid you detention because and male it might be my own narcissism because i don't really interact with them like that kind of right black and psycho off is a little too militant for your boy so we don't really talk that much it's kind of annoying you know i can't wake up and be um banging on blackness every day you know mm-hmm. no offense it's a little stressful for me right uh ironically if you go to twitter right now search black and psycho uh the only two accounts that come up are him and Teray. i don't know uh it's a goddamn conspiracy but um <laughs> if you do i'm serious type in black and seiko in the search for twitter and it says people and it says to ray and black and seiko uh so um just saying anyway um so so um controversy right you know <laughs> i'm not saying uh i'm not saying i know anything special just saying to twitter must I don't know if it's some type of automatic algorithm. Um, yeah, that they match certain accounts together. Or if they know something that uh that 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 your boy don't know, you know, I don't know. But um, I'll, I'll by the way, I'll put the picture in the chat so you guys can see it for yourself. So um, April came and I apparently had blown her mind with this uh, revelation, uh, and uh, then all of a sudden people, you know, kind of started like chiming in like holy shit and i said that really just blow y'all mind because like i said keep in mind this is not a big deal to me uh one cocky mf holy shit that dude was teray damn if that's true then teray is blacker than i thought so now i think we're getting to the point oh which is niggas don't really fuck with teray oh i didn't know that it was that bad Mm-mm. oh and niggas really fuck with black and seiko because he's so black yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean so it was like yeah, it's like one extreme to the other it's yeah. like it's like um if it's like how people will be like yo peter parker is a motherfucking coward every time green goblin show up this nigga's stomach hurt and he run home take shit or something right leave right. us to fend for ourselves thank god for spider-man thank god spider-man <laughs> showed up right. and saved everybody Woo! spider-man is the best i love spider-man hate peter parker fuck peter parker love spider-man spider-man is my nigga peter parker can kiss my ass right if peter parker was here right now i'd slap him in his face and then i would dap spider-man with the same hand and then (laughs) 
Right. I, then I showed up and was like, hey man, anybody ever noticed that, um, Peter Parker and Spider-Man never been seen together? And everybody's like, yo man, go fuck yourself. Fuck you. Fuck you for bringing that up. You trying to say Peter Parker's from Spider-Man? I'm like, I ain't saying Spider-Man. I'm just saying niggas never hang out together. Right. You never seen them. At like, the same at, time. Yeah, they never went to like the bar and both got a drink. Like, you never noticed this. We all hang out together. Where the fuck is Spider-Man and Peter Parker hanging out together? And it's like, you know, they got mad at me. Like how how Peter get all these pictures of Spider Man? Man, fuck you. Go fuck yourself. How you gonna bring that up? So <laughs> like you the one with the problem. Yeah, I think April got mad at me for real. She said I'm low key pissed as hell at you right now. And I was like, oh, but, this is more serious than I thought. But you would. But this is just a theory. You might. You probably wrong. But right. I'm assuming I'm wrong. Right. Me too. A uh, guy a guy named Tawanda said, "Nigga, what? This must be how." This must be like how cats found, felt when they found out Clark Kent was Superman. Oh. And I was like, I wonder if that's what was happening is like a super duper black tragedy would happen. And then Teray would like jump into his virtual phone booth, switch into Ho- Black Canseco, and then ah! like hit the timelines and be like, we gonna burn this motherfucker down. Attica! Attica! Right, like, yes. I wonder if that's how it was happening. Uh, someone said, I need a drink. Uh, April replied several at 827 8 a.m. <laughs> uh so um people were comparing it to the end of usual suspects oh lord um uh chris was like lol laugh my ass off and ride this morning i said if i'm lying i'm flying i'm so serious right now i really thought that this was common knowledge and we just weren't talking about it <laughs> and he said ah. this would explain how to would pop up in folks timelines after blocking them because he would be like you're blocked but then you would talk shit about him and then bam he would be like motherfucker don't be talking shit about me it's like i thought you blocked me how you seeing this <laughs> it's like well maybe you're following you as, as black canseco right uh somebody said uh you know how many times i call that dude a sellout in my head now i might have to rethink that won't say sorry though i think that's what this is really about Everybody yeah. like I might have to rethink this shit the way I feel about him. Right. If it is him. I don't yeah, they like don't don't be destroying my world, Rod. Chris started coming around. He said, now that he think about <laughs> it, maybe he is. Uh King Malcolm sent the uh <laughs> sent, sent the Idris Elva gif of him as uh, uh as Stringer Bell when he had them glasses on, like mm-hmm. Um uh April kept expressing her hatred for me um for bringing this up uh she said i took her t- twitter childhood oh lord and nothing was the same <laughs> um at one point she called me my government and she spelled it right and i said i guess we go together now because that is official. pretty intense all um, right that's some official love right there right but she was not ready to return my love she said no not yet i need to think about this oh lord <laughs> i know i might tell you no mm-hmm um but yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, so, um, but, uh, so I was like kind of upset because like if I had known people cared so much about this, I would have brought it up back in the day when they were both tweeting all the time. But now that they both quit Twitter, ironically at the same time, almost right. Coincidentally, we might never know. Now we'll never know. Although Black Canseco did make his account private today. After months of not tweeting shit. Uh-oh. And uh, the bio got changed to something like, these are not the views of my employer. These, like, something different. Oh. 
that it didn't used to be. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe it is his account. I don't know. Right. He's trying to clean it up in case somebody links them together. Yeah. You know, uh, Metro Adler was like, wait a minute. Rodden's trying to tell the truth. I was like, why would I lie? You know, why would I even make something? I don't care enough to make this up. I just right. asked a question, by the way. I just asked a question. That's everybody. it. Um, so, uh, somebody was like, I thought you were joking. I said, I've been serious the whole time. <laughs> y'all thought it was y- y'all never thought it was odd that black and Sago never post a picture of himself ever like not even his hand like <laughs> that, he got ten thousand followers nobody ever met him like that's weird <laughs> not even his pit cone yeah that's weird man like somebody gonna i'm assuming at some point someone will step forward and vouch and be like no i know it's him I know right. that dude, and this is his account. Because believe you Cause, me, because it's almost impossible now with the the size of the internet and right. the interactivity that we have. Somebody will say, "I know you." Right, right. It's, it's damn near impossible. Um, I'll just laugh because I was like, "Y'all thought Teray was a coward like Peter Parker, but now he's Spider Man." Um, so I said, "Black is white. The whole world's upside down. I may need to take a day. Blue pill, red pill." Oh. Uh. So, uh, a lot of people said they weren't going to work. Um, uh, and I was like, you know, Teray deleted his Twitter app, so I'm not really worried about him saying anything. I'm, Cause he ain't gonna see it. And yeah. If he does, he's not gonna respond. Like, I still, I felt like Neve and Max. <laughs> right. Let's so see how they feel when they get somebody on that catfish, man. Um, so, uh, I was wondering also, like, cause you never see Black and Seiko and Teray really interact, but Black and Seiko interacts with anybody that talks about black shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, and he'll argue with you. Like, y'all gonna disagree at some point, cause that's what he does. And they've never had a disagreement. The only few times they've interacted has been like, I can't wait to read your book, which makes you wonder if that's like self-promotion now. You know, that'll be like if Rod Live tweets hit me up, it was like, I can't wait for the podcast tonight. Coincidentally, we never disagreed about anything. I love Prince as much as you love Prince. Wink, wink. Coincidentally, you know, it's all coincidence, all circumstantial. I would not be able to prove this in the court of law. Um, uh, so yeah, you know, I just thought that was funny. Everybody was getting mad. Like, no, fuck you, Ron. And I said, search your feelings, black Twitter. You know it to be true. Teray is your father. Oh, Lord. And they were all like Luke when he got his hand out. No! <laughs> they was all doing that Screaming. Shit. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, I was just asking questions, really. Wasn't really saying anything about him being it, necessarily. Um, someone said, it also makes sense because Teray is from Massachusetts and Jose Caseco played for the Sox. You a fool for knowing this, said Capricorn King. ha, <laughs> ha. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vassy uh, said it never crossed my mind, but that would be like if Miss Zindy was in Sandy Report on Twitter. And I was like, shit, how do, how do we know they not? We, we don't know. Someone asked me, it was like, are you Teray? I was like, how can I know? <laughs> shit, nobody knows now. Yeah. What is the truth? You know, uh, a lot of people finally started admitting that I had a problem. <laughs> What's your had, problem? But that I had a point. Oh, Lord. They're like, hey, this, you do have a point. You burning black Twitter down. I was like, I had no idea y'all 
well this investing in either one of these personalities right i don't know because i don't follow it i don't care yeah if i had known this much i would have outed this nigga in like at noon so i get the most hits <laughs> when, by, when everybody was up by the way i went to twitter jail off this shit oh lord and black and seiko was in there with me i was like what the fuck why'd you get in how we both in jail and he was like you you didn't see me and he ran out yeah, I, 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 I've been here for days. Thank you for letting the door open. I'm going to run out now. But people don't like Teray. A lot, like a, like a lot, they don't like him. Wow. Like people was like, fuck that lame ass sellout nigga. And I was just like, I've oh. never, I've never called that man any name. Me either. I've Ooh, never disrespected we on, that dude at all. We went on 10, didn't we? Because people was like, thank you for putting this bitch nigga on blast. I was like, I'm not putting anybody yeah, on blast. That wasn't the purpose. I just asked a question I don't know the answer to. Now, chances are, we'll find out Jose, I mean, Black Canseco went to jail coincidentally for not paying child support at the wrong time. <laughs> and Teray quit Twitter. It's totally coincidence. One of them will be back and be like, fuck Rod. I, that ain't me, nigga. And we'll laugh it off and that'll be the end of it. All right. That's my assumption. Uh, but niggas was really like, fuck Teray. I love me some Black Canseco though. He the realest. <laughs> This shit rocked they world. Wow, you getting fucked the other one, huh? Yeah, yeah. everybody's like, fuck Terrell. Fuck People, Seiko. And Black Twitter uh, investigative unit got in on it. Oh, Lord. They were searching dimensions. They was bringing up every time he ever searched, <laughs> every time he ever talked about <laughs> Terrell <laughs> and Black Canseco. Uh, uh, you woke them up. They fall. was like, dee, dee. What? Uh, uh, wait a minute. Uh, uh, let's, let's start investigating, y'all. What didn't happen? Yeah. AD underscore Renaissance said, your theory has yet to be combated. Bravo, detective. And I said, I watch a lot of Batman cartoons. <laughs> so you got to be, got to keep the mind sharp. Got to read about the, the Dark Knight. Um, uh, people was trying to get other people to vouch, like Hillary Clinton to talk about it, Obama to address it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> people was We're going to the politicians. I got compared to the Joker several times. <laughs> some men just want to see the world burn i was like <laughs> i did not know this would be a problem <laughs> right i literally said this in passing not knowing that y'all niggas would be upset and went to bed that's how much i cared about it i people, went to sleep people told me i will not accept this like i was telling them a fact you know jesus is bullshit right no <laughs> you know jesus ain't coming back you a liar um but yeah somebody said they were gonna search it and everybody told her to report back oh <laughs> mm-hmm. you got eyewitness news on the case twitter news was on it i got a lot of uh i got a lot of uh i need a moment um oh so, so one of black Canseco's tweets last tweets was a quote of teray which said i'm very sorry and we'll make sure this doesn't happen again at Teray, and he put whelp and i was like hmm interesting last tweet you and him quit twitter around the same time and uh you bring up that apology it's very mm. interesting black can say go very um like i said his account is now private um it's been tweeting just the auto tweet of the black Canseco beat is out. You know, that paper thing that people sign up for that it's like paper.li and it right. creates, uh, off of your timeline, it creates like a fake newspaper every day. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. It's just, and it does it once per day. Right. That's the only shit he's tweeted since fucking like right June, since June. Oh. 
So it's like right around, like maybe a couple weeks after Teray got in trouble. Um, so, you know, it's just kind of weird. That's all. Um, but like I said, I didn't know there was all these agendas around this shit. Me either. Um, so I, you know, I, to me, it was always just a. I didn't know you were dividing the room. Right. Right. People say, I got to pick a side. Yeah, to me, it was just more of a, okay, well, this is a coincidence, but, you know, this is my theory. Uh, we'll see if it's true or not, but I didn't expect it to be true. Right. But um, people it, people are saying that it is true. Um, yeah, so Teray stopped May 27th, and then, like, Black and Sago stopped, like, two weeks later, you know, which I was like, you know, would make sense because, Maybe you think I can keep my other account going and then someone finds out about that or somebody wonders about it. Right. And so you stop it and you change the, hey, this is not the, my employer's, uh, you know, like personal Twitter account only tweets and opinions do not reflect my employer or orgs I belong to. Retweet does not equal quote unquote endorsement. You know, so that makes sense to, to be like, yeah, I'm stay off of this shit. Right. Um, so, uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, that was when April called me by my government. Um, you, uh, so I was just like, man, y'all are tripping. I was just laughing off of everything. Um, uh, one of the, <laughs> one of the tweets he made as Black and Seiko was like at Fire, Fire 100, friend of the show, at Skyhook Radio. Well, at Teray Mike pulled it off. It's an un- it's an authorized bio, right? I'm curious about that Nas book he's working on. <laughs> Which is so funny because it's like a commercial for himself if it's, if it is him. Right. Uh, and then Teray replied to at Black and Seiko, my Prince book is not a bio. It's not authorized. It's a deconstruction of his career with biographical elements. And now it's like my brother. Was this a was this an ad? Did we all just get inception? Was this a commercial? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, everybody uh, was very upset. I couldn't keep up with my mentions. <laughs> that was light enough. I was trying to get to the top of my column. It was I, fucking impossible. I know. Did you mention to turn your phone off? Because if not, your phone go ding ding ding. My my ding, phone ding, went ding, down ding. to one percent battery. <laughs> yeah, because it was running the running the hell out of it. Ding ding ding. ding. That happened to me one time. I forgot you retweeted something I said. My phone, cause my phone, uh, normally, you know, cause you tweet a lot more than than me mm-hmm. do, and people can't retweet. I looked at my phone. My phone was like, bing, 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 bing. I was like, what the hell is wrong with my phone? Oh, people retweeting. Yeah, it was hard for me to type with everybody's edges in my hands, but I was trying. <laughs> um, but yeah, now then people start saying, what if like Don Lemon had a secret account and all this shit, uh, which I don't know. Um, what would it be called lemonade I, well obviously it's not gonna be called that anything to do with him Teray's account isn't called black Teray, right <laughs> it'll be something else um so uh yeah man everybody was just in denial um somebody told me i it made them forget about the 600 dollars speeding ticket they got i was like damn y'all laughing hard then Ooh, yeah hundred six hundred dollars uh, someone asked, oh, Feminist Jones said, is Black Conseco Teray's religious account? He was bothered by me not being a Zion. Um, he, uh, wasn't a fan of black feminism either. And I was like, hmm, that's interesting. I didn't know that about him. Me either. Uh, so, um, uh, 
Uh, here's another one. Uh, people was taking pictures of interactions that, that, you know, Teray and wasn't Black and Seiko had. Mm-hmm. It said, one of them said, thank you. Uh, it said at Black, Black and Seiko said at Teray, we disagree a ton, but I still respect your pen. All the best. And Teray said, thank you. Salute. So they've never had an argument, even though they disagree a ton. Right. You know, which is interesting. Very. Which is interesting. Cause he would argue with my black ass and I ain't got no fucking. Uh, <laughs> I don't even have a fucking thing like a pen or a, a national publication. That nigga would come They're down in the back cave. That nigga would come find me and, and and be upset. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah. Um, uh, then I realized that it was only six a.m. on the West Coast, and a whole new wave of Negroes woke up and were very upset. You know, don't mention the Easter Bunny, nigga. Did you just kill Santa? Like all this shit. It's like, man, niggas really love that black and Seiko. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I did not mean to turn the whole world on its end. Um, but uh, yeah, people, well, not fucking with it. Um, it was, it was just, I don't know, man. Um, sorry, everyone. Um, now, and it's gotten even worse because. I took a nap and I woke up and people was like, Rod got proof that Teray is, but I'm like, I don't have any proof. I didn't say that. I don't know. Okay, guys. I just asked a question. All right. Uh, just saying that's a fact. Apparently Teray did black and Seiko did tell Teray one time Teray or not, not, he didn't mention him, but he put Teray's niggerization bit. He was right about three years late with it. And use the weakest example of it to boot. So that's another like kind of co-signing them. Y'all, I haven't seen y'all niggas disagree. Just asking the question. Uh, Ron Russell said, so this means Black and Seiko wouldn't follow me because you people kept retweeting, retweeting the Teray Everest college joke. Shame on y'all. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, man. Uh, people said you blowing minds. I said mine is blown too. Shit, I didn't didn't mean this. And, uh, we're reaching out to people to try to prove me wrong because I don't want to be right at this point. I don't want y'all mad at me. Right. So I would love to be wrong about this. Oh, somebody did find a dude named Haji Williams that they were like, this is really him. But then I looked him up, man. Like his background kind of sketchy. Like you know how it's like two or three pictures of a person on the internet. Period. But there's supposed to be somebody that of like a claim. No, it, it just doesn't like make that. sense. You know, where it's like this person does this thing for a living and they're, uh, wrote several books and this, there's no pictures of like them in a book signing. There's no right. pictures of them. Uh, and also shout out to like Sean King and Nate Jones. Um, you know, who showed up like, I know for a fact that they are not the same person. I said, oh, okay, cool. Have you met, met him or something like offline? Well, no, no, he used to email me and I know his government name. So like you seen like proof, like a license. <laughs> People or... that like catfish don't exist. Yeah. I was like, cause after catfish, it's more, you, it's going to take more than I email the nigga. <laughs> right. You gullible motherfuckers. 
y'all are journalists i know y'all vet sources harder than just i got an email one time right. come on man are you sending money to nigeria this ain't me <laughs> i'm asking for real proof i don't want to be right but goddamn prove me wrong let me just <laughs> right. let me i need to take this back to other people and be like hey guys nate jones said the truth is him and Haji Williams kicked it, and they was tweeting together. And, and here's the pick. Boom. Here's there the you evidence. Go. This this nigga. You know, they, I, this I, the I, real dude. Right. I. You know he may he have a rap album. They was rapping together. I mean, give me something. Yeah. You know. Um. They was at the party together. We seen them drinking Cristal. I mean, something. Yeah. It's it's not true. Cool. So you met him? Well, nah. But he used to email me about Atlanta news. <laughs> Why would he do that if? I don't know why he would do that. <laughs> I don't know, but I know they ain't proof that he don't fucking, there's not the same, same person, guy. right? Have y'all niggas never watched MTV? Every Wednesday. Right. Not 10 o'clock. Turn it on. Please do. It's not that hard to fool you niggas. Mm-mm. I'm now, I'm feeling bad, man. Sean King was reporting on Ferguson. Like, I don't want to yell at Sean King, but come on, man. <laughs> you can't be out here getting fooled by the peoples, man. You gotta, you gotta vet that info. Um, Chris came out of the closet as Iron Man, so, so that I wouldn't out him. <laughs> he didn't want me to. He want me to tell a secret. Uh, but um, it's funny though because Sean King said that, and then Goldie Taylor said something. And then he was like, "Well, I actually can't. I guess I can't prove that it's not him." And I was like, "Exactly." <laughs> and my man Jose Thirty Thirty kept sending me links to this Haji dude and his articles but it was all like the same weird headshot and it was all and i was like pseudonyms do exist for authors jk rowling ain't no her real name ain't jk rowling she famous as shit for writing harry potter mm-hmm. like you know you people write under pseudonyms on the internet all the time it's even easier honestly right and if i was somebody i'm not saying this is what happened but if i was someone of Torre's stature coming up and I would like to write about this pro-black shit, but I ain't want to risk my career like I did in college. Right. I I think it would be brilliant to come up with a second, like, alias and use that. Mm-hmm. For a while, I was part of a group that they wanted to write about sports, but some of them had careers in the industry, and they didn't want to jeopardize those careers, so they were going to use aliases. Right. You know, um, it's like, I'm not going to go by, you know, blank, blankety blank, I'm going to go by such and such and that and some of that some of that is their twitter handles right now mm. you know because they don't want to get in trouble basically right. and they don't want to burn a bridge hey you reported this story about this athlete well we don't want you working for sports illustrated anymore right it's common practice so i you know my question was like hey man anybody hung out with this dude haji williams and, and neither here nor there but haji williams if you mix up the spelling is I am Swill Jihad. Oh, Lord. <laughs> just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. Not saying it's true. I'm just saying. Could be a pseudonym or something. You never know, brother. You never know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> April said, watch Teray get on TV today and wink at the camera. <laughs> I said, you need to get on that oh, with a hoodie. Lord. I want to get on that with, like, a, with a hoodie like Black and Sago has on his avatar. That would be dope. Oh, but he didn't. Uh, Twitter would burn for real. Then they were like, "Rah, I was right." Yeah, Twitter would the, the world would have burned would have burned down. Right. Um, 
but uh yeah man it was um kind of interesting dog that's an interesting day without me trying to make it interesting you know at mr david d let dude right for a site people was asking him hey have you ever hung out with dude nothing crickets all these crickets and that was when combat jack hit me up oh you oh wow wow <laughs> that's serious right there if he paying you attention, you you have you have got to a stock because you know he kind of just does does his thing. So when he responds, you're like, well, goddamn, people I, have really been tweeting for it to catch your eye. I just really wish Bo had been around. Bo's on vacation right now. We would have been cooking off of this, but oh yeah, he said uh, this bigger than the Darth Vinny dog to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, you 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 bring him around. People yeah. he been seeing. Premium Pete was hitting me up. Uh, cause I guess like the thing is, it's a combination of like niggas don't like to rate. I didn't right. know this, and they love Black and Seiko. Yeah, or they hate Black and Seiko and love to rate. One of the two is happening. Yeah, and I think that's the problem. It's like you bust in the room, go fish or chicken. Y'all niggas can't pick nothing else, fish <laughs> or goddamn chicken. No other meats is in the building. Yeah, but everybody was telling people to read my timeline. I got a whole bunch of followers a day. Who are gonna be sorely disappointed because this is not my daily. <laughs> right. Niggas act, now niggas think I'm Horatio from fucking Miami CSI or CSI Miami. Like I'm just gonna be going down the timeline like Won't be fooled again. <laughs> right. Like I'm just gonna be showing up like, did y'all know that Raina April was really the truth? Bye y'all, good night. You know, like I this is a coincidence. I don't have any proof. <laughs> I just asked the question. Please don't expect me to repeat this. No. Um but uh yeah man everybody said they edges got snatched um everybody also hates me for some reason but i was like you know it could be anything maybe we are all to ray yeah <laughs> i said retweet this i said i am to ray we are all to ray retweet one of those please. oh lord <laughs> um uh <laughs> but uh yeah, i just say black black can say need to come back and just start tweeting regular shit that would be good. Confuse everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, tell him how he liked the hummus and chips. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, I, you know, I, I, a lot of people now think everybody's suspect. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of people feel like I, I, I injured them somehow. But, uh, look, man, I just asked a question. All right, guys. I would like for us to move on. I have no opinion of Teray. My man Black Seiko, he's cool with me. He's super black, but he's cool with me. He takes all kinds. <laughs> yep. All I said, uh, what to, to, matter of fact, I see the tweet that started it. I said, uh, uh, Rain and April was like, yeah, he quit Twitter because he got in trouble. And I said, yep, not worth the risk, it seems. I guess it confirms Black and Seiko was him too. And that was it. That's what started all this shit. Um, and apparently, you know, people just didn't like Teray. He said some mean things to people. He's stuff about feminists and all this shit. And I just, I didn't know it was that serious. I had never been involved in these arguments. Me so, either. You know, I didn't know, man. So anyway, man, uh, we have news. And like I said, we have to wrap up early today cause we have a fancy football draft at nine. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, for, let's, uh, 
get into to the news uh that's going around right now um but oh shit that's right karen breaking news solange gate day 197 oh no what done happened um apparently uh bet had to suspend a producer over a joke about blue ivy <laughs> uh tran the girlfriend of chris brown she was a guest host uh the mtv music awards or something like that and uh they were doing a segment like hey here's the top five things about the 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 MTV Music Awards or whatever, you oh, know that that bullshit. Okay. Um. So they did a segment where one of the things she said was about Blue Ivy's hair, and you know, Mm-mm. you don't talk about Blue Ivy's hair. <laughs> Better leave that damn baby alone. Till you do right by Blue Ivy's hair, mm. everything you touch is gonna crumble. Right. Uh, so now she didn't write the segment, but she just read the joke off the teleprompter, but people came for her ass anyway, you know, uh, BET suspended the producer at the joke about Jay-Z and Beyonce's daughter aired Monday on the network's music video countdown 106 apart. A source at the network who spoke on the condition of anonymity because the person was not allowed to discuss the matter publicly said the producer was suspended after a remark about the two year old blue Ivy's hair. On Monday's show, during the segment about Blue Ivy's hypothetical thoughts during Sunday's MTV Video Music Awards, guest host Karuchi Tran uh, said, I really did wake up, up like this because my parents never combed my hair. Blue Ivy joined her mother on stage at the VMAs. Stephen, Hill's B- Stephen Hill, BET's president of music programming and specials, publicly apologized on Twitter. BET didn't immediately return an email seeking comment. Last night on 106 and Park, there was a stupid, unthoughtful joke made about a young child. He, Hill tweeted, Hill said the network privately apologized to Beyonce and Jay-Z. BET didn't immediately return an email seeking comment. Tran, who was dated singer Chris Brown on and off, tweeted Tuesday that she did not write the joke. She wrote, now y'all know I love me some blue, Beyonce and Blue Ivy. Hill also tweeted that it was not Tran's fault. We also apologize for putting her in that position. Yeah, do they not know they are BET, which stands for Black Entertainment Television? Niggas watch, and you cannot go after their child. Like, they was like, whoa, whoa, we know the beehive is real. We don't mm-hmm. want the phone calls. We don't want the letters. <laughs> we don't want people standing outside our door. We're, motherfucker, you got to go new. No. It's and funny, the baby's head was precious. It's funny, too, because I put this article on Twitter, and... Like, some people were, like, trying to quit. What was a baby doing that on a war show anyway? Let me tell you something, nigga. Um, the fucking Carters are going to raise their baby in the lap of luxury. You don't even need to worry about anything with Blue Ivy. Worry about these kids in the street. Worry about the kids in your neighborhood. Worry about all the kids we have that are food insecure in America. What you don't need to do is be worrying about fucking Blue Ivy. She is going to be great. And not only that, it's like. No, only that. Only that, Karen. <laughs> only That's that. all you need to know. 
<laughs> she'll be fine oh yeah yeah blue, blue, blue. what the fuck y'all think they taking her out every night this t- first of all they could take her out every night this time if they wanted to but she, she saw her queen. mama win a michael jackson a lifetime, lifetime achievement award. award she wanted to be there for the moment she's a baby let her be there i'm sure she got plenty of sleep that day i know she did probably got a silly postopedic crib or some shit man <laughs> some futuristic shit that with memory foam adjustable mattress in it and her like child seat in the car man like she, wh- what are you talking about well, what about the way they raise their baby? Don't worry. What about the way you raise your baby? Ain't that the truth? I've seen it, your Facebook post. And I've been around children. Children's concept of time is all fucked up. Yeah. So who cares? She's fucking three. Ain't like she's going to school, got goddamn homework, and it wouldn't matter what the fuck her hair looks like. It's a baby that stayed up to 11 p.m. one time. Ooh. Most of y'all can't get your baby to go to sleep through the whole night. Right. What are you talking about? Do you have to go to work the next day? You got to work all damn day. Right. Y'all, kid, wake y'all up two and three in the morning. Come yeah, on. Y'all don't have no live-in Cambodians to take care of y'all kids like the Carters do. What are you talking about? Blue Ivy can probably read already. I can guarantee you she can. I'm surprised she didn't do the acceptance speech for her mama. Come on, man. Are we really serious right now? She probably speak four languages. What are we doing? What about the way they raise their kids? What about it? It ain't got a goddamn thing to do with you. Your kid could get educated from the trickle-down education Blue Ivy's going to get. Like, through osmosis, your kid will be better for it just by being around Blue Ivy. I can't Right. Shit, I'd be better for it just from being around Blue Ivy. Right. It's amazing. Uh, so, uh, let's get back to, to some more news, okay? We can get back to some more Solange, get another time. Um, but, uh, we got, we got some other news here. It's not all just Black Seiko and Teray. <laughs> uh, another person got outed on Twitter today. Apparently, uh-huh. Hello, Hello Kitty is not a cat, Karen. What? Mm hmm. What the hell is Hello Kitty? Uh, shocking news. She's not a cat. Uh, apparently, the adorable girly Japanese mascot with Kitty in her name that adorns everything from young girls' bad girl bedrooms to Avril Lavigne's music videos is not a feline. Uh, Who made up this bullshit? Her real name is Kitty White. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Uh, and, uh, this happened when an anthropologist, Christine R. You know, um, who was curating the upcoming Hello Kitty retrospective at the Japanese American National Museum was corrected by Sanrio when she called the cute icon a cat. I was corrected very firmly. That's one correction Sanrio made for my script for my show. Hello Kitty is not a cat. She's a cartoon character. She is a little girl. She is a friend, but she is not a cat. She's never depicted on all fours. She walks and sits like a two-legged creature. She does have a pet cat of her own, however, and it's called Charmy Kitty. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I reject all of this foolishness. Now, I just want to know how Charmy Kitty and Hello Kitty ever tweeted each other. That's, that's the truth. Did they have the same she promoting, Was she promoting Hello Kitty's book? Mm-hmm. Did they use the same kitty little box? Mm-hmm. Molly's homeless VMA date. Remember she had a person that get out there she got he gave a speech about homelessness he was homeless instead of her accepting her award and giving her own speech mm-hmm. apparently he's wanted by the oklahoma police oh shit yep he's arrested for attempting to break into an apartment in salem oregon in 2010 
that was charged with criminal trespassing and mischief, according to a report that will air oh. on show on Tuesday. Could you could you imagine could you imagine somebody sitting at home working that case going, um, Bob, um Bob, um, you see this this boy on TV? He's like, yeah, don't don't that look like the suspect in our case? Mm-hmm. You know, I think he does. He's violated probation repeatedly, including failing to take a drug test, using marijuana, breaking curfew, failing to complete his community service, and failing to report to his probation officer. They're going to go on national television. Well, he's no angel, but uh, let's let him present at the MTV Awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily, he's not black. He'd be dead by now. Right. Can't be smoking marijuana and missing curfew. <laughs> that was a death sentence for us. Um. But yeah, uh, he shocked the crowd of viewers at home when he accepted the Moon Man on behalf of a 21 year old pop star and gave a speech. So, yep. Police looking for him. Streets is watching. Yeah, they are. The streets is watching. Uh, the Emmy Awards had a little controversy because there was a segment where Sofia Vergara was put on a pedestal as a person was, uh, giving a speech about diversity and how, um, you know, it's good and, that uh they need different people because you wouldn't get beautiful people like Sophia Vergara if everybody just tried to have the same white people on TV all the time. She got up there on the pedestal, spun around. She was part of the joke. She ended it with the punchline. I used to uh get me off of here. You know, this is why I stopped working at car shows. <laughs> and that was it. And then white feminists got mad and said she got objectified and this is what's wrong with TV. And, <sighs> You know, which is funny because if Helen Mirren would have got up there or um, Melissa McCarthy, the the joke would have been funny to them because they're not, quote unquote, traditionally attractive. Right. But Sophia Vergara getting a fine ass up there means she she gets objectified Dignified. because how dare a brown woman own her own sexuality and get up there and be part right. of the joke. If Tina Fey would have got up there, it would have been a feminist icon. If fucking Lena Dunham would have got up there, it would have been look at this feminist, this brave feminist icon. Hey man, um, she brown and she fine and she was in on the joke. And if she wants to go up there and use her sexuality as part of the punchline, more power to her. Calm down. You know, and the fact, like, I was talking to someone this morning, and they was like, well, her choice to get up there doesn't really matter. That's your fucking problem in the first place. Y'all always overlooking. Right. the person's choice. Right. Anything that doesn't fit your narrative gets overlooked. Now she's a victim in the thing. She got up there on purpose because she thought it was funny. She's an accomplished actress. She's produced her own shows. She knows comedy. It was a right. joke. Right. It's like, fuck what she wants to do, what she thought. I say this shouldn't happen. Yeah, maybe you don't think the joke is that good. That's fine. The Emmys aren't really the funniest show on TV anyway. Right. You know, but it was just so fucking, oh, these white women, feminists are just so, I'm so offended on her behalf. Meanwhile, she's like, can you guys take a fucking joke? I, I'm i in on the joke, guys. It's okay. It's not like they did it and I didn't know what was happening. Yeah, they didn't cut to like a crotch shot of me during the middle of a joke, guys. It's it's totally fine. I knew when I got my fine ass up down that stage that it was going to be part of the joke. God damn. I was, re- man, I was like, y'all niggas really pressed the... It's, you know what it is, man? It's like every time you make a joke at one of these award shows, there's just certain people that just can't wait to hop down. It's like the Super Bowl now. Mm-hmm. Every, every year after the Super Bowl, we always have that 
politically correct cloud that comes through and gets through every commercial and try to find an issue well when the boy walked in and kissed the girl i mean she didn't he didn't ask for her permission so this actually promotes rape culture and you're like okay right that's why last year's super bowl commercial was so goddamn boring because they stripped it down it was like we gonna do the most non-offensive shit yeah nobody had shit to say about um uh nobody had shit to say about the mtv award jokes why because they weren't funny right you know (laughs) <laughs> if they were funny, it would be in trouble. Uh, dating naked star is suing, um, uh, VH1 because they accidentally showed her, um, her crotch because the pixels weren't taken out correctly. So you could see her vagina and asshole. Cause, uh, they forgot to put the censoring up. Okay. So they slipped up, Karen. It was an editing error. Okay. Now she wants $10 million. Oh, because somebody didn't put pixels up, huh? Mm-hmm. That's understandable. We've all seen her vagina now, Karen. I mean, what's she supposed to do? Now it is shaved, so good for her. Right. You know, um, a lot of women would have been caught, you know, unawares like that, wrestling on the beach naked. Uh, You know, you might have... You know, I, I mean, personally, I would have went with the bush. I mean, you won't be naked. Y'all here in the elements. Pubic hair is a protection for all that. I don't want you fighting on the sand. I mean, sand could get up in your crotch, you know. But, I uh, understand her suing because somebody didn't do their goddamn job, but you're on a goddamn naked show. The show is Come On Here, but Butt-Ass Naked. That's the name of the goddamn show. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, a cow got killed by the police. Um, did it? Did it rob a store? Did it smoke? Did it get high? Was it on his way home? Uh, it was no angel, Karen. It was being treated for injuries. After, a cop is being treated for injury after being attacked by a cow at a crash scene early Monday morning. Oh, the cop charged it. The, the cow charged it. I mean, that's what I meant, the cow. Yeah. Uh, it happened after the car crash involved an animal around 3 a.m. Uh, the driver was not hurt, but the cow charged the deputy after the crash. Was it drunk? And pushed him to the ground. Uh, maybe the cop, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was. High? Uh, maybe it was. The deputy says he got to his feet just as the cow was charging the second time and was forced to shoot and kill the animal to avoid a second blow from the cow. Deputy's injuries are not life threatening. What the hell is a cow? What, what, what the hell is a cow doing out that late? Uh, why are you victim blaming the cow, Karen? I am. So now you're going to talk about how it was a black cow? Mm hmm. Hmm? It was. You didn't know. Um, anyway, they killed that's the why cow. The, that's why the farmer missed it. It was too black to see. <laughs> right. Um, what else happened? Oh, uh, Katie Couric, uh, may have accused Diane Sawyer of handing out blowjobs like candy. <laughs> not like, not like Tic Tacs. Sheila Weller's dishy new tell-all book, The New Sorority, Diane Sawyer, Katie Couric, Christian Amanpour, and the ongoing and perfect complicated triumph of women in TV news. Wow, that's a mouthful for a title. Won't hit <laughs> shelves, it won't hit shelves for a full month, but his best anecdote just exploded on the web. Um, like five to seven milliliters of semen into the mouth of Diane Sawyer, allegedly. Oh. Ushered there oh by her own name. enthusiastic efforts, at least according to Katie Couric, also allegedly. Uh, the Daily Beast has published a selection of the highlights from the upcoming behind the scenes book, including revelations such as Katie Couric and Walter Cronkite got dinner, and Christiane Amanpour was angry she got a show on CNN International instead of CNN regular CNN that everyone loves. Then there was this. When Diane, when Diane beat Katie on an interview with a 57-year-old woman who'd given birth to twins, 
Katie mused out loud, according to a person who heard the comment, I wonder who she blew this time to get it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, damn. Yep. So, shit got catty, Karen. Accusing Diet Sawyer of blowing people out here. Um, I feel like, I feel like this book gonna be boring as shit. You know, we had dinner one time. That, put, <laughs> put a chapter on that. I thought it was going to be more, you know, like, and then she fucked the whole ship, you know, like, this is kind of tame in my opinion. All right, let's do my least favorite segment. <laughs> Not least favorite. Oh, man. Where's my music? Here we go. <laughs> Fergus and them black people, we're just Fergus and them blacks, we're just Fergus Fergus and black people. That's right, guys, the game that is the worst in the world. It's a hundred. Uh, us covering Ferguson and all the topics that make us feel agitated as black people. Today's contestants, everybody again. <laughs> every day, every day, five new articles about this place. So I can't even play them all. Uh, here's one. Um, in Philadelphia, there was a group of dudes who were artists, and they decided last Saturday to do a silent protest in front of the Philadelphia Love statue. Um, the group seized on what was perhaps the most gruesome detail of Michael Brown's shooting, uh, death in Missouri, the fact that his body was left uncovered in the street in broad daylight for hours. So Keith Wallace, of the MFA acting student at the University of California, Philadelphia native, Decided to pose as a dead body covered with blood, bullet holes, and even police caution tape. Wallace laid, lied down and stood absolutely still for an hour right in front of one of the busiest tourist attractions in the city. Um, it was something that has been brewing for a while in my mind, Wallace told Think Progress. You realize in these cases there are a disproportionate amount of black men on the receiving end of this police brutality. And as young black men, it strikes a different chord with me. It's, it hits a little closer to home. Um... What he experienced was shocking, according to this article. While some people realized this display was an act of protest and they were moved by it, others were occupied by a more immediate concern, getting their photo op. Right. You come to Philly, you want to get a picture in front of the love sign. Meanwhile, you got a protest in the background, laying down with blood on them, and a person holding up a sign saying, call us by our names. There were there was an older white couple that wanted to take a picture in front of the love statue. Lee Edward Colston, one of the protesters and a Julia Theater student, told Philadelphia Magazine, the older white gentleman said, why do they have to shove their politics down our throats? The woman replied, they're black kids, honey. They don't have anything better to do. Now, those people were racist. Okay, guys, I would have perpetrated the shit out that old lady. <laughs> but But that's me. Even though those who thought Wallace was a legitimate dead body didn't want to miss out on the picture, there was one group of white guys who wanted to take a picture in front of the statue, but one of the guys in the group couldn't take his eyes off Keith's body. His friends were trying to convince him to get in the picture. He told his friends, something about this doesn't feel right, guys. I don't think we should. One of his friends replied, dude, come on, he's already dead, and they all laughed. Then they took the picture. Um, Here's my thing, okay, guys? No, maybe this would be a little too controversial for the show, but whatever. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I just added to Ray and Black and Seiko, the biggest landmark discovery of black Twitter history. So maybe I'm on a high. But, um, yeah, um, I know they're trying to paint the people who took pictures in front of the landmark as callous. 
but if I'm a tourist and part of my plan is to take a picture in front of this landmark, I'm taking my fucking picture. I don't care that you laid there. That's cool. You're protesting. I'm not going to stop you, but I'm going to crop the fuck out of you out of my picture. I'm going to take you out the shot. I didn't go drive all the way to Philly to to take the picture by Rocky Steps and the love statue. And then niggas like, we protesting today. And I'm supposed to be like, oh, well, my bad, dog. It's so sad. I'm taking my picture. <laughs> I, I didn't kill. you out. I didn't kill anybody. All right. I only get up here once in my lifetime, maybe. Taking my picture. My only trip. <laughs> yeah. I came all the way from Japan, but niggas is mad, so fuck my vacation, right? Fuck you taking my picture. And those white dudes weren't even being fucked up, man. Those white dudes laughed because they knew that nigga wasn't dead. They was like, look, take the picture anyway, because let's be honest, we got to go. And somebody, like, uh, our girl Leslie was on Twitter. She was like, you know, um, they could have just waited an hour for him to leave. First of all, fuck you. You don't get to tell me how long I got to wait if I come to take my picture in front of a landmark. Right. That's number one. Look, my shit more important than yours. Wait an hour. Second of all, it's not like he had a sign that said 29 minutes to go. I, the nigga could have laid there for all day if he wanted to. What I'm supposed to do? Wait. Snap. Take the picture. Crop this nigga out. Filter. Right. Take. Uh, give me the no nigga filter. And I, I gotta go to lunch. I got. Yeah. Sorry, but I got the meat. If that's too callous for you, then I guess I'm callous too, because I'm on the white people's side on this one. So I feel not fucked with at all on this. Matter of fact, no, I do feel fucked with. I feel fucked with by the black protester in this one. Right. Come on, man. Stop writing this article so slanted, man. It was a good protest, but you got to understand not everybody's in on it and not everybody's going to understand it. No, right? they're not. Um, what else? Uh, fucking with black people for, I mean, Ferguson with black people. Um, well, this one will take too long, so let's, uh, do a shorter one. Yeah, yeah. here's a shorter one. Uh, Michael Brown's mom laid flowers where he was shot and then the police crushed him. This is on motherjones.com. As darkness fell on Canfield Drive on August 9th, a makeshift memorial sprang up in the middle of the street where Michael Brown's body had been sprawled in plain view for more than four hours. Flowers and candles were scattered over the blood stains on the pavement. Someone had affixed a stuffed animal to a streetlight pole a few yards away. Neighborhood residents and others were gathering, many of them were upset and angry. Soon police vehicles reappeared, including from the St. Louis County Police Department which had taken control of the investigation. Several officers emerged with dogs, which happened, what happened next, according to several sources, was emblematic of what has inflamed the city of Ferguson, Missouri, ever since the unarmed 18-year-old was gunned down. An officer on the street let the dog he was controlling urinate on the memorial site. Oh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. they don't give a fuck about the goddamn community. The incident was related to me several separately by three state and local officials who worked with the community in the immediate aftermath of the shooting. One confirmed that he interviewed an eyewitness, a young woman, and pressed on exactly what she saw. And she said that the officer just let the dog pee on it. She was very distraught about it. The identity of the officer who handed the dog in the agency uh, he was with remained on killer. So, uh, yeah, uh, a hundred. Right. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And they wonder why people get mad, man. Right.
right. You let somebody take their dog and, and piss on the spot where the Boston Marathon happened, or you let right. somebody take their dogs and piss on the spot uh, um, uh, when the uh, Olympics happened years ago in Atlanta where they had a bombing down there. You let somebody take their dog and piss on stuff like that. People will flip a fucking fool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last one, West Point, Mississippi. West Point police say a man received life-threatening injuries and what they are investigating as an aggravated assault at a restaurant. Ralph Weems IV, who was injured early Saturday, was in fair condition Sunday at North Mississippi Medical Center Hospital. Spokeswoman uh, Jeannie Causey said without elaborating. A relative, Bradley Barnes of Madison, told an Associated Press by telephone on Sunday that his brother-in-law was in a medically induced coma following brain surgery. They're going to try and wake him up tomorrow, see what damage was done, Barnes said, describing Williams as a 32-year-old former Marine who served in Iraq. David Knighting of West Point told the AP earlier by phone that he and Wings had gone to a Waffle House early Saturday. He said a man waved him over outside the restaurant and told him politely that people were upset by the killing of 18-year-old Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri, and it wasn't a safe place for whites. When he went in, he said Wings was inside and he was arguing with another with other men. They left after an argument that brought police, Knighton said. He said he showed those officers his forty five caliber handgun and his concealed carry permit. So he was walking around with a gun into a place frequented by black people who were upset over the uh, Michael Brown slaying. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was packing heat. Mm-hmm. Then around 1 a.m., uh, according to police, he did not, who did not give either man's name in a press release, uh, on the way to Wings house, Knighton said they went into a huddle house restaurant with a nearby vacant parking lot. Uh, however, he said they apparently have been followed by more than 20 people. God damn. Knighton who said, who knows what the fuck he said to them niggas in that fucking Waffle House dog. Right. What that, know, that's what they're not saying. Let me tell you something. It don't matter what color you are. It actually don't matter what the topic is. You start arguing at the midnight in a Waffle House run. Okay. Don't walk run nothing good has ever happened after midnight in a waffle house ever shit's like gremlins okay um so Knighton, who said he had served in the air force in afghanistan said he came out the restroom to find wings surrounded i was trying to defuse the situation after some shoving he said the security guard told everyone to leave Knighton said some people blocked him from leaving with wings when he got out he said wings was down and people were kicking him Knighton said others attacked him at it Adding, I do remember racial slurs being yelled from the crowd. Oh, yeah. Well, you know that happened. Uh, hate crime. Uh, Knighton says he has broken bones in his face, a cut over his left eye, and a blood caught in his right eye. Police did not arrive until after the crowd had left. Police said he were, they were called to Huddle House around 2 a.m. It's not clear whether or not all the parties were involved in both incidents. Police Chief Tim Brinkley did not immediately return the call Sunday. This does not appear to be a hate crime, he said. We're investigating this as an aggravated assault. It is very early in the investigation, but thus far, evidence and statements suggest that a verbal altercation turned physical and somebody got hurt. Yeah, like they frame this like these poor white men, but it sounds like they was fucking with these niggas. Right. And about, like, I don't know if they showed up trying to do a touchdown dance over an innocent black man dying. Right. Oh, it's like, I got a gun. Y'all ain't gonna do a goddamn thing to me. Yeah, it sounds right. like fucking with black people went all the way wrong. All the, now they were wrong, but you know, you can't go in there and fuck with people and then, you know, just expect everybody to just be cool with that. Yeah. Because some people ain't. Some people ain't civil. It didn't work out well. No, it did not. 
um anyway guys let's get into our other game here now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read and play news articles from all over the globe. And our contestants, you, the audience, play along and guess the race. Put your guesses in the chat room. And the chat room is very racist. All right. Yes, they are. Um, Let me see. Uh, apparently, a Fort Pierce woman um was arrested mm-hmm. uh at the apparent object of her amorous outburst got stabbed in the neck oh fort pierce florida a man identified by police as a witness told investigators that he long her name is shakiria Anquanette shan long okay. Ooh, what a name uh they were barbecuing and drinking the witnesses said the witness said he got a bit intoxicated and laid down on the couch. He said that after a few minutes, the victim came in with Long, 22, following. The suspect, Long, was screaming that she wanted the victim to have sex with her, the report states. The victim told her no and to go back where she had been all day and have sex. Long eventually went into the victim's room. Not long after that, she called for the witness saying she stabbed the victim and that he was leaking or bleeding. Oh, the witness took a towel to the victim's neck and Long said she was sorry. The victim and the witness and the victim walked toward the witness's home. Long ran after them and began punching the victim in the face. She wasn't that sorry. Right. The victim told police he didn't want to have sex with Long because she'd been imbibing and he didn't want to pursue any charges. So she'd been drinking she watermelon. Been. Yes. Can't keep my eyes off of Bevin. I'm stabbing you. She said she stabbed him in the neck, but that she didn't mean to. Oh. My bad. You know how that is, yes, guys. Yes, you've been leaking. You've been, you been leaking. leaking. Can't keep my neck out your, can't keep your knife out your neck, baby. I'm stabbing you. No, nah, no. Nah. Nah. Stuck in love. Stab in love. Stuck that knife in him. Yes. <laughs> Uh, she was arrested on a felony battery charge. Um, now listen, domestic violence is never funny unless we're making jokes about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is a male victim of domestic violence. So Wolfgang, don't write us a long ass email about this. Okay. It's not good. We disagree with this. Nobody should put their hands on each other. Mm-mm. But, uh, I'm going to tell you this, man. It's got to hurt the old self-esteem when you got a knife out and, uh, they still won't fuck you. Right. You know? I'm, I mean, I, I don't want to have sex with a drunk woman either, but <laughs> pull a knife out. I mean, I'm put the knife down. Just please, just uh, please, just take it. I'm sorry. I don't want to die. You know, we all got choices to make, but Jesus. Right. Um, guess the race of Shakira Anquanette Shan Long. Let's see the chat room. She's been drinking. He been leaking. White. Oh Lord. She ate ribs with that dude, black, extra crispy <laughs> moon cricket, cricket, blacker than the dead center of a black hole, Sharkisha black, 
one who gets jiggy with it black oh. knife black he like we like to get up close to personal with that ish knife holding latina black uh blacker than the ink on her wally world receipt african oh. and she keeps that knife in her purse between the hot sauce and her ebt card the correct answer is black oh my Some of y'all guess Latina. And you guessed wrong, sucker. Stabbing over sex. Sex stabbing. I've, you know, I've, I've heard of uh, taking somebody to the stabbing cabin, but that's a different type of stabbing that we're talking about there. That's a picture in the chat, guys. Oh, my. Yeah. I'm sorry, but somebody like that walks up to you with a knife. You got to give it up, brother. See, that's that's yeah, that, yeah. That's one day. Do this the easy just, way or the hard way. Just let her take it. Yeah, do this the easy way or the hard way. You know what's beautiful, Karen? Love. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're never too old for love. Cheyenne, Wyoming. A judge in Wyoming sentenced a 75 year old Missouri woman to life in prison. What was that? Till tomorrow. Right. On Monday for killing her husband with a rifle in the mid 1970s and throwing his body down the shaft of an abandoned gold mine where it remained for nearly 40 years. Shit. Mm hmm. Defendant Alice Uden wore wire glasses, a court supply hearing aid, a blue shirt, and sat quietly in her wheelchair before speaking at the hearing. She sobbed gently, tears of dust, as she addressed the court right. about the death of her third husband, Ronald Holtz, then 25. Shit. I've tried to atone for it, she said. Yeah, by not turning myself in. I wish that I never would have met him so that none of this would have ever happened. He was a very frightening man. Oh, oh, that is the best. When after, like, this is the only thing. I've seen enough snap to know after you dead, every man's abusive. I've never touched Karen in my life. If she kills me, I'm going to become Ike Turner when it's time for the trial. (laughs) Oh, he used to, he was so frightening. He would beat me all the time. He's the, the deadliest man in the world, which is why I had to kill him. That's why I had to kill him and fuck his best friend. <laughs> I fucked his best friend oh, and killed him because, you know, that's what, that's what happens. Shit happens. Like, come on, man. Uh, jurors in Cheyenne didn't buy Uden's argument that she shot Holtz in the head to defend her toddler daughter from him in May. They found her guilty of second degree murder. Uden killed Holtz in late 1974, early 1975 in Cheyenne where he was living with her and her two year old daughter. Uden testified that she shot him with a rifle after he flew into a rage over the girl's crying that was inches away from attacking her in the bed. Laramie County District Court Judge Stephen Sharp said he considered possible mitigating factors including Uden's lack of prior criminal history. This was very much a cold, calculated murder, Sharp said. The jury heard all of the evidence, and that was before the, that was before the court, and the jury rejected the defense that it was self-defense. District Attorney Scott Homar argued the killing was a thoughtful, deliberate act that rid Uden of Holtz. Her way out was to take Mr. Holtz's life while he was sleeping, then dispose of it in a way that wouldn't be found for 39 and a half years. Ooh. Well, let me be honest. She was trying to dispose of it in a way that it would never be found. Right. Police arrested Uden and her fourth and current husband, Gerald Uden, 72, both of Chadwick, Missouri, last fall in southwest Missouri, accusing them of killing former spouses in separate attacks. Oh, shit. Now, that's love. Listen, I'm going to kill my husband. That they ain't on serial killer couples on the Snap channel? I mean, it's going to be some old footage. Them reenactments going to have... 1952 footage? Yeah. Oh, she going to be black and white? Yeah. Um... The, the yeah, this is gonna 
it's, it's gonna be some old ass music. Uh, it's gonna be like reenactment gonna have be like when they first met. Yes. <laughs> when they first met. There you go. I saw him across the room. Yes. And he looked so dashing. It was love at first sight. Yes. I think it's going to have a scene where it's like, listen, I have a horrible secret to tell you. I have a horrible secret to tell you. Well, let's just say it at the same time. I'm mad and I need to kill my husband. I'm mad and I need to kill my wife. Oh, my God. We both said the same thing. You are the one. You Let's be together forever. I feel like y'all almost got to let him go. <laughs> right, cause they go. Y'all both love each other enough to commit murder and stay together for seventy years, what thirty more years? Right. Y'all, it's like y'all won. You know, y'all were right. We were wrong. Sometimes murder is okay. Gerald Uden is serving a life sentence after pleading guilty to killing his ex-wife and her two sons in Central Wyoming in 1980. Wow. Prosecutors have not drawn any link between the two cases. So these niggas were both coincidental murders that met each other. You know what I'm into? Killing my ex-wife. Am I? Oh, I'm into killing my ex-wife. We should get together. Murderpeoplemeet.com. Right. Uh, at her trial, Alice Uden testified that she removed Christmas decorations from a large cardboard barrel and put her host body inside. She wrestled the barrel into the trunk. She said, dump the barrel in a abandoned gold mine on a ranch between Cheyenne and Laramie. One of Uden's son, Todd Scott, testified at the trial that his mother told him decades ago she had shot Holtz while he was asleep. After previous unsuccessful attempts to find Holtz remains in the mine filled with the carcasses of cattle and other ranch animals, investigators late last summer dug deeper in the vertical shaft and finally excavated Holtz remains. The jury declined to give Uden guilty on premeditated first degree murder, premeditated first degree murder, which would have carried a mandatory life sentence. The jury also declined to convict her of a less serious charge of manslaughter. Uden's attorney, Donald Miller, urged the judge to sentence Uden to probation because the now-grown daughter, Erica Prunty, has cancer and has been given six months to live. Well, that's why you don't kill people 40 years ago. Right. He also highlighted her psychiatric history um, and said that she, uh, she was a former nurse. Uh, she, she was working in psychiatric unit at a Veterans Administration Hospital in Sheridan. His behavior was unpredictable. He was irritable. He was hostile. He was explosive. He had no incentive to change. Um, said the dead, you know, said about the dead man. Anyway, guess the race of, um, Alice Uden, uh, husband killer. Ain't no colors in Wyoming. Don't touch my lucky charms, white. Um, you and Karen have fun, white. Ma Barker, white. The NRA will get her off, white. One of who loves grilled cheese sandwiches. Suki Stackhouse, white. Move to Wyoming with smallpox riddle blankets. No other oh. color in blanks slate Wyoming white. There were they were an angel news headline white. One who calls herself the game bank queen white. Oh. Let my white late Lee, my wife says they met on the farmersonly.com white. Oh. White. This story is too long. The media must care. White. The correct answer is, is white. white. You guys all got it right. Where's my applause button? Uh, there we go. All right, uh, let's get right into the bonus round. 
Uh, here we go. Uh, not gonna play the music because we pressed for time. But, no problem. Um, an 88 year old woman got fucked up by a raccoon that she thought was a cat. Oh my. Mm-hmm. A cat coon, Karen. Just take a look at these photos showing the injuries an 88-year-old Hamden woman got after fending off a raccoon inside her own home. She's a tough old bird. I mean, uh, she fought it off and was able to uh, call on the phone. That's pretty remarkable. Malcolm McKernan says he got the call late last night saying his mom had been attacked by an animal. The story that we can kind of piece together is that she went to let the cat in, and we think the cat came in, and the raccoon followed afterwards. And my mother doesn't see too well, and she may have tried to pet it, and it attacked her, and took out a good chunk of her arm and her lip and uh, several other bites. She fought the raccoon off and called the operator, who got police over right away. When officers arrived, they say the animal charged at them. They were able to get it out of the house and outside where it was euthanized. Well, I guess it's been sent up to Hartford to be tested for rabies, and we hope that they get the results in tonight. If not, they should be in by tomorrow. His mom has gone through the first round of rabies shots just in case. The McKernans say that they're sharing her story because they want others to be aware of animals in the area. Malcolm McKernan says police told him that rabies cases have increased in the past few years. What they, they really want everybody to know is that, you know, be careful, there's rabid animals around, so let's be careful. All right, so uh, y'all just got to be careful out there petting these raccoons uh, that you think are cats. Uh, guess the race of the lady who got attacked by the raccoon. Granny thought she saw Tower Pudding Cat. I'm guessing that's white. Oh. They named the raccoon Jamal White. Still still wanted to adopt the raccoon with the power of her impossible white love. Oh. White, white, white woman who took her 362nd stray in. White, wiggity, wiggity, white, and white. The correct answer is, is white. <laughs> All right, sore ratchetness. Then we got to get out of here, guys. Press for time. Um... Let me see if I can find one that's kind of quick. And Anoka man was arrested and is accused of stabbing a Coons Rapids team, a Coon Rapids team with a samurai type uh, style sword during a prank. See, these fucking sword owners, man. This is the problem with you assholes. All right. You go out here thinking it's all a joke. It's all, hey, I'm just pranking you by stabbing you to death. My bad. Jeez, you can't take a joke. Two teams of toilet paper in the homes of both a friend and a neighbor around midnight Monday when a man allegedly attacked one of the front teens. The man allegedly smashed out the passenger windows of the car the teens were in and attacked a 17-year-old boy. Police say the boy was cut on his left hand and right arm. He also suffered two stab wounds to his right side and one to his back. Ha ha, very funny. <laughs> the team were, the teens were able to drive away and call police to injure 17-year-old need to get surgery. At this point, there's been no word or any charges filed. Come on, man. Just call the police, all right? Don't take the law into your own sword-holding hands. All right, guys. We're out of here. Tweet. Uh, make sure you guys go to adamandeve.com, code TBGWT. Mm-hmm. Go on iTunes, search The Best of Ride and Karen. Buy it. Leave five-star reviews for it. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back Saturday uh, for our feedback show. Uh, and the rest of it, um, we'll be back uh, later. Oh! 
I almost forgot. Um, uh, also, in the midst of this black and psycho shit, man, one of the things I realized is people hate Teray. And mm-hmm. I don't want to be hated. And uh, I think that's one of the reasons people were just so, like, psyched to press to believe it and stuff. But um, I noticed some of the people retweeting it and, like, that had issues with Teray were some of the people from, like, the soft sea shit that I talked about on the show a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually apologized to some of them and wanted to say so on the show as well. Because uh, I do feel bad about how shit went. Um, I don't want to be a hindrance to those folks. A lot of those people have, like, gone on to uh, do, do a lot of positive right, stuff. Nope. Nobody's one-dimensional Mm-mm. like that. Um, it really wasn't my place to speak out on behalf of Elon in the first place. If he wasn't going to say anything, then sometimes, you know... Uh, you it's not you know like i have to walk away too because it's not it's not my concern honestly if if he didn't want to uh defend himself or whatever Mm -hmm. uh so yeah i definitely apologize to them um i couldn't get all of them i'm sure there's more uh but i know you know um the ones i did apologize to uh yeah i meant it sincerely no excuses for it uh just wasn't my place overstepped my bounds and i hope that uh you know, they forgive me, um, and I'll just leave it at that. So, uh, yeah, Adam and Eve, iTunes, make sure you guys do that. We got a fantasy football draft to get to. Yes, we do. Uh, and we'll be back Saturday um, and uh, Friday, of course, for Premium People, Balls G Sports. So, uh, until then, love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.